Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, July 11th, 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Thursday, that can mean only one thing. 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting Steve Wiltfong has graced us with his presence. Steve, how goes it? Good morning, Daniel. Happy early birthday, my brother. It goes well here. Beautiful weather in the Indianapolis suburbs. But it's not going as well as Ohio State recruiting as the Buckeyes continue to bring in pieces to uh, exclamation point or emphasize, or I don't even know if either of those make sense, but top offensive recruiting class in the country uh, and, and obviously one of the best recruiting classes in the country. I jested with Steve before we recorded this, and I still may do it, but I would call this show, What If Groundhog Day Was Excellent? Because it seems like every morning as I get fired up to start the day, I look at the crystal ball predictions, and there's another Buckeye in there. Sometime during the day, there's a commitment slide and an impact story from Bill Curlick pretty much daily now. This has got to be one of the best runs Ohio State's been on recruiting-wise, not saying something. We're going to get into more of it, and there's, of course, some huge names to talk about. Let's hit some current events first before we go any further since you were last on. Mookie Cooper, the slot speedster from St. Louis, verbally committed to Ohio State. He was at the opening. You were there. What did you think of Mookie? How do you think he fits in with the three studs they already got in the mix? Well, I thought Mookie was smooth and certainly flashed. While he was highly recruited at the opening finals, a one-time Texas commit that had offers from coast to coast is now a Buckeye and a spring visit to Columbus and the report he had with the staff uh, um, sealed the deal for Ohio State. Mookie Cooper ran 4.53 on the opening laser uh, at 191 pounds, five foot eight and a half, 191 pounds. So he's a thick, uh, filled out kid with a 4.07 shuttle. You turn on his film um, with the ball in his hands, he may be the most exciting of the group based on the high school film. I mean, he's he's dynamic, he's elusive, he's physical. He's a two-way player uh, for St. Louis Trinity Catholic. And and uh, there's a ferocity to his game as a tackler, a blocker, and then, of course, a, a runner. He's got wiggle in his hips that leaves defenders guessing and, and, and then, of course, has that after-contact ability to go the distance. Ohio State, uh, it's well-documented. Receiver was a big need with what they lost to the NFL draft and graduation last year and what they're going to lose this year. Um, you got Chris Olave, and then, and then you got a couple of true freshmen that you're excited about this year. But you needed to rejuvenate that room with some very healthy high-end competition, and Ohio State does that with these four. And they play a ton of receivers, so they're all going to get an opportunity to make an impact. Go by the rankings of the four new guys. Mookie Cooper trails only Julian Fleming, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite, so that was no small pickup. Speaking of large pickups, Steve Wiltfong, from day one, you have told me on air, off air, through text, do not sleep on Bijan Robinson. There was a time I thought the ship had sailed and we were on the SS Kendall Milton. Obviously, that's not going to take place now. You've always said stay tight on Bijan, and you said he was a program fit. It does seem like the crystal balls are running rampant towards Columbus for the Arizona Star. He has set a commitment date of August the 2nd. He will announce via his Instagram account. Your feelings on arguably the top running back in the country. Yeah, five-star from Arizona and a guy that's always been at the top of Ohio State's board. Uh, Bijan Robinson, 
when I was saying that to you, I wasn't saying that saying he's guaranteed to be a Buckeye. I was just saying, let's just see what happens on this visit because he's already very intrigued with the Buckeyes and I think he's going to fit in extremely well. And so we'll see what happens coming out of the visit. I don't want to make it seem like I was predicting Bijan to Ohio State for sure. I just never could say – I never slept on Ohio State in that recruitment because I knew that he would love his visit. I knew that he would fit in extremely well with the guys in the locker room, which is Ohio State's number one selling point always when they get young men on campus is getting their players around the recruits. And I know everyone tries to do that. Uh, but Ohio State is one of the best at doing that because their kids love playing at Ohio State um, and, and love the culture and atmosphere. And, and so I was like, let's just see how Bijan's visit goes. And uh, it was a great visit. And coming out of it, the Ohio State commits were saying, we got him, we got him, talking to you know reporters like me. He's, he's coming. I still wanted to wait for him to get through his then second Texas visit, which was an official the following weekend and then see that marinade. And, and once he posted a decision date, I was already feeling good about Ohio State. I just fired in the pick. I don't know what the track record is, but it's very good. If you go back and look at the people who have crystal balled Bijan Robinson to Ohio State, my guess is when that group of people has crystal balled someone somewhere, that's where they go. So let's move on to the next one. We thought this was going to be a battle with Florida State down to the end. I was kind of surprised that the crystal ball started rolling as quickly as they did. That is Jalen Knighton, and if this works out, it sounds like he would be the perfect complement to B. John Robinson. Well, Jalen's the number three all-purpose back in the country, and when he walked into the opening finals um, on uh, last week, I was like, "This this guy's built like J.K. Dobbins," and he ran four four seven at the opening finals um, at a hundred. 187, 190 pounds or something like that. He's going to play at over 200 at college. Um, and and uh, his visit to Ohio State was a complete game changer. I think the Buckeyes are clearly the leader for Jalen Knight. And he said as much in his interview with us at the opening finals check-in. And uh, J.K. Dobbins could go pro after this year. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. The Buckeyes have some young guys in the stable, Master Teague. The kid they signed out of Jacksonville Trinity last year, Crowley. Um, but th- there will be a lot of question marks, at least there is right now. You know, Obviously, someone's going to play besides J.K. this year, so we'll see what the Buckeyes have in those young guys. But similar to receiver, they needed to reload a running back room that's consistently had an NFL guy for the last decade. And... Uh, um, so I think Ohio State's got a shot to land two of the best running backs in the country, two guys that they coveted at the position, and that would put the finishing touches on an offensive class that is the best receiver class nationally right now. It's the best offensive line class nationally right now. They have Joe Royer, one of the top-ranked tight ends in the country. Jack Miller's one of the more highly recruited quarterbacks. And then you got 
these two running backs potentially on deck. That's a hell of a run on offense uh, for one cycle. We'll get into this down the road, but what that group would reflect is the top guy at virtually every position on Ohio State's board joining the fold. The next big verbal commitment that's scheduled is July 16th, Lathan Ransom, safety out of Shocker, B. John Robinson High School in Arizona. More crystal ball action headed towards the Buckeyes, C. Day, Groundhog. If I told you the rest of the class would fill out at the hard cap 25, theoretically, now they've got 20, with Lathan Ransom, Bijan Robinson, Jalen Knighton, Court Williams, and player to be named later, what would you say? Well, I feel really good about Lathan Ransom and Court Williams to Ohio State right now, so I, I think that I'm in agreement if you're asking me if I think that's going to happen. And they'll go out, they'll try and get another defensive lineman. I think that would be a priority for the Buckeyes moving forward. There's been a lot of chatter on Vernon Broughton lately. What's your vibe there on the Texas defensive lineman? I think that it'd be a bit of a shocker if he chose Ohio State. Uh, and, and we have seen shockers before. I spent time with Broughton at the opening finals as well. And there was a lot more smoke regarding A&M and Arkansas and, and Texas than Ohio State. But he did take his officials, so we'll see. If they don't go with Broughton there, is that a Jacoby Cowan or a Kedrick Bingley-Jones? Are you pretty sure they're going to go defensive line there? I think that they want another defensive lineman. I think they could get Jacoby Cowan if they pushed. I think his teammate Kedrick is going to go to North Carolina. They may find someone on senior film that they like if they don't get one of these guys. Or maybe a guy that's committed elsewhere they're just chipping, out, chipping away at right now and we don't know about it. Um, those are just the names that we're kind of aware of or at least I can only speak for myself, names that I'm aware of. But that doesn't mean those are the only defensive line names on the board. One name that has come up a lot, now he is committed elsewhere, but he is good. If he did commit to the class, he would trail only Paris Johnson Jr. and Julian Fleming in rating, and that is defensive back Elias Ricks. He has transferred from California powerhouse Modern Day to Florida powerhouse IMG. He will play in a defensive backfield at IMG with Ohio State defensive back commitment legend Cavazos. Hence, there's been some confidence that Ohio State may be able to flip Ricks. What's your vibe on Elias Ricks? Well, talking to my colleague Greg Biggins about Ricks at the opening finals, he had reiterated to me that if Urban Meyer was the coach at Ohio State, Ricks probably would have went to Ohio State, or that was a school he favored early. I don't know if that would have changed with his visit to LSU having Coach Meyer still been the coach. But Ohio State commits had confidence that Bijan was coming before this crystal ball parade went. There are Ohio State commits that feel like Elias Ricks is coming more than one. They feel good about their position with with Elias Ricks going into the fall. He's going to take his visits. And if they can get Elias Ricks and Clark Phillips, Clark Phillips is a great football player, guys. He is. Uh, he was really good at the opening playing corner, really understands how to play the position, tests well he's extremely strong and i watched this film again yesterday everyone talks about the best receivers out west jermaine burton g scott um i'm leaving one off uh but regardless g scott uh, jalen mcmillan clark phillips had 18 receiving touchdowns last year in that i mean he is a hell of a football player and brings a, a, a very physical style of play to his game and, and so if you can get Ricks and Lathan Ransom and Court Williams to go along with Clark Phillips and, and Legend Cavazos. I mean, what a secondary class that would be. It would be fantastic. I was just sitting here listening to you daydreaming. It would be so good. 
Clark Phillips is a stud. Also, sharp cat. Guys like that are successful. That combination of skills and intelligence and game sense, you can just see it. He's a stud. Like you said, it's smaller than the other guys, but I wouldn't bet against but not, him. But he, his size is average size for a corner in the league. These six one six two freak shows at corner aren't the stud corners in the league, I don't think. They're not the norm. To be able to play in the NFL, you have to run. I mean, there's no slow change corners. direction, stop, stop. Right, so yeah, the, the hips, they love the hips. Well, we love Steve Wiltfong. Anytime, like Groundhog Day, we're bringing good news to you on recruiting every day now. It's been excellent. It's been a fun ride. It's not ending anytime soon. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Thanks, guys. See you on the front row.